Hello, welcome to the Brazilian Health Nut Show. Here you will find cutting-edge information provided by the best experts in the world so you can learn how to burn fat for the rest of your life. Bruno da Gama is the Brazilian Health Nut in a mission to solve the problems you have when trying to lose weight forever. He is a nutritional therapy practitioner, a certified personal trainer, and a holistic lifestyle coach by the Czech Institute. Don't forget to say hello and sign up to our free newsletter at www.brazilianhealthnet.com. Let's go! All right, thank you so much for being here, Peter, with me today. I really appreciate the time. Can you tell a little bit about your story, your background? How did you go from little Peter and now having the academy, the Fearless Academy? Absolutely, Bruno. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on your podcast as a guest. I am so passionate about uh, basically peak performance, which of course includes fitness and mindset and nutrition and everything. So a little bit of background about me is uh, I, I had a very unique uh, path to building the business that I have. I, I coach entrepreneurs now, and what I do is I help them actually overcome the fears that are keeping them from creating the impact that they want in the world and earning the income that they desire. I believe that the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, the fear of not being enough, all these things that all of us experience um, can be crippling to some, but others can look at them and still have the courage and the commitment to actually take action in the face of those fears. So the reason I got into this, Bruno, was that my entire life had been consumed by fear. When, when I was 10 years old, man, I, uh, I had to sit down in a courtroom with my grandparents on my left, an attorney on my right, and my mother directly across from me. And at 10 years old, I had to look into my mom's eyes and tell her that I no longer felt safe living with her because of her alcoholism. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, uh -huh. just imagine having to do that, you know, like for the listeners, imagine having to do that as a 10-year-old or if you have children, imagine your kids having to say that to you. Like at 10 years yeah, old, I had, hard. I know exactly, and I had no idea what sort of impact that would have on my life, but it led me to become a people pleaser, someone who sought love and approval and validation from everyone outside of myself. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I just did the landmark forum course. Yes, and they they get, go deep into that. Absolutely, landmark Our, is powerful. Such yeah, powerful. Yeah, I love it, man. I'm a new. I like. I'm a different person right now after that. Yeah, that has been two weeks now, probably. And man, it's amazing. Like, like things that you just said yep. that happen to us when you're a child and you don't even realize, and then we, we become that we. We act that that way because of the things that happen, but that's not really. That's just what happened. It's not who you are. Right? Exactly. Yeah, just what happened. And like you know, at that age, you have no idea. You know what is what is being impacted, right? So I'm able to talk about this now because it's been 20 years since that incident happened. So I can look back and know, okay, how that shaped me. Um, and, and you know, one of the really important part of this story, Bruno, is that you know, 
from from there, fast forward uh, to when I'm 25 years old. This is five years ago, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm working in investment banking. I am working about 90 hours a week. I'm making a lot of money for somebody my age, but I'm miserable. I feel like I'm not doing what I'm passionate about. I've neglected my health and fitness. Like I am way overweight. I have no energy. I have zero relationships because I'm working so hard. And I get a phone call one day from a family member. And I find out that my dad has just been rushed to the hospital. And so I fly home to see him. He's in hospice. And I remember walking into hospice and and asking him, Dad, why did you do this to yourself? Why did you do this to me? And the reason was because he said, because I am afraid. You Mm. see, my dad was afraid of not being enough, of not living up to his parents' expectations. And that, Bruno, was the moment, man. That was when I was 25 years old. I made the commitment to never let myself, a loved one, or anyone I come in contact with be controlled by fear. I quit my job. I read books. I attended courses. I hired mentors. And over a five-year journey, I've built a business to to literally transform the way the world is experiencing fear. Mm-hmm. So that was your day. It was very that tragic. Was, Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Do you think people have to go through something like that, super sad, to transform their life, or there is, uh, let's put this way, like a better way? I think there's definitely a better way. Um, I don't think you have to go through tragedy. You know, you don't have to go through darkness to see the light. Uh, to use a metaphor. And I realize that most people, when I hear their story, have gone through, there's been this pivotal event, you know, and Joseph Campbell, who's a brilliant philosopher, calls this this the hero's journey. And Mm -hmm. I think everyone has to go on this journey. It doesn't have to be as intense to say what I've gone through or what you've gone through or what the listener has gone through. But there has to be a moment when a person says, I've had enough. You know that. You know, in, in, in your body, right? When somebody reaches a point of, I am way too overweight, I can't, I can't take another day of this, that's when they most likely create change. But can they do it before that? Absolutely. Yeah, this reminds me of, we, you only learn from mistakes, but they don't have to be our mistakes. We can learn from somebody else's mistake. Yeah. And also reminds me of the importance of mentors. And I know you're a big fan of mentors. Yep. Can you talk a bit about your own mentors and the importance of mentors? Oh my gosh, absolutely I can. Mentors have, have, have transformed my life. You see, losing my dad when I was 25 years old, um, although we loved each other very much, he wasn't the greatest mentor in my life. You know, the man that I, I wanted to, to receive life guidance from, it just wasn't there. And so I remember when I shifted from becoming kind of like a, from, from being an investment banker to becoming an entrepreneur, I knew nothing about entrepreneurship. I knew nothing about building businesses, around clarifying my message, around coaching people. So what I did is I sought somebody out who had the results that I want. So I I really want the listener to take away from this, Um, take this away. If you are looking for a mentor, get clear on the results you want to create in your life, which could be in your body, it could be in your relationships, it could be in your business, and find somebody who has created those results and can help accelerate you in doing that. You know, mm-hmm. my first mentor is a man named Garrett White, and he leads a mastermind called Wake Up Warrior. And I invested, Bruno, $20,000 in him mm-hmm. at a time when I had lost my sole source of income and a relationship I was in ended. I had no idea how to make money. 
or how to build a business, but I knew I knew without a shadow of a doubt that he had the experience and he could help accelerate the results that I wanted. So I took a, a huge leap of faith. I took on debt. I borrowed money from family. I, I literally invested everything that I had and hired him. And I was able to build a business in, in, in one year that would take most people five years to do. And the reason was because he guided me. He told me what I should do and what I should watch out for. And I learned from the mistakes that he made years prior. I didn't have to go through those mistakes. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely does. And I agree with you. Like nowadays, a lot of things I want to try to learn by myself. Yeah. And I just like, oh, I thought, I think to myself, wait a second. Let me just see who else has done that before. And let me just hire this person and they can do it for me so I don't have to go from the for the, the pain of having to learn everything on my own and ju it's just not worth it I think exactly I mean, and, yeah right now I've got a you know I, I I wrote a book a few months ago called the fearless mindset it came out it became a number one Amazon best-selling book and I had no idea Bruno how to write that book I had no idea how to launch a book and become a bestseller But mm -hmm. what I did is I sought out a mentor, uh, somebody who was an expert in that, and I invested you know, a good amount of money, $6,000, with him to help me write the book and then also launch it and became a bestseller because of it. And I, I have a speaking mentor right now. So it's like wherever the listener is, if, if they want to you know, become more successful in their business or in their job, find those people that have the results that you want. Or if you're wanting to lose weight, I mean, Bruno, you are an expert an area when it comes to fitness and nutrition and lifestyle like you can help people do that and it's really a mindset shift because people look at that as oh this is expensive or it costs money yeah. and what I want the listener to ask themselves is what is it costing you not to do that you know if you continue living your way of living right now where where will you be five years from now will you still be at the same place or will you be worse off most of the time it's worse off unless you invest in yourself and have a mentor to help accelerate your results yeah i always try to think this way like if i invest let's say five thousand dollars but i make 50 back it's not a uh, expense i'm just investing and getting back the same way with health If I have to pay, let's say somebody's really struggling with their health, right? And they have to pay whatever. Let's say $10,000 for somebody who, to help to solve their problems and they solve it. Yep. Was that worth it? Of course it was because, you know, you, you want to have your health back. There is no price for that. So we have to really think a little more about in the future than just right now the money. Oh, yes, it, it's $5,000, $10,000, whatever the amount it is, right? Exactly. So, Yeah, cool. Uh, I want to talk to you about mindset, man. There is weight loss, there is nutrition, there is exercise, sleep, and all that kind of stuff. It's super important. But I believe that mindset is the most important thing. And you work with mindset, fear, yes. all this good stuff. Can you talk about why mindset is, is important? Yes, I, I believe, Bruno, mindset is everything. You know, uh, I don't know who originally said this, but I love it. And he said, when it comes to transforming your body, um, 80% of it is nutrition, 20% of it is, is, is fitness, and 100% of it is mindset. You know, we, we live in a time where there's there there's no such thing as a lack of information when it comes to fitness and nutrition. You can Google or look up on your iPhone and find free resources out there on 
healthy nutritious diets on fitness routines and all these things why do we live in a time when we you know especially you know i live in america and this is one of the most obese countries in the world right why is america who has access to all the information in the world the most obese and the reason is because of minds is because people don't believe it's possible there's a lot of fears there's a lot of doubts there's a lot of insecurities that come up and what i want the listener to take away is you don't need more information around fitness and nutrition what you need to start doing is reshaping your identity of how you view yourself. You know, when, when I was um, overweight, before I started my body transformation, I had all this information, but I didn't view myself as a lean, energetic uh, force to be reckoned with. Like I didn't have that vision in my mind. It wasn't until I clarified that vision, I got really committed to a purpose behind it, like a burning desire. When I lost my dad, when I saw him literally give up on life and drink himself to death, that's what he did. That's what made me want to prioritize my fitness because when I become a father someday, my health, because when I become a father one day, I don't want to be a terrible role model. I want to be the best man I can be today so that someday I can be the best father I can be. So number one, it's getting clear on your vision for what you want. Number two, it's getting yourself in a powerful peak state. And I think the best way to do that, Bruno, is by actually moving your body. Like mm. really, you know, starting your day, I, I always say you've got to sweat every single day. It doesn't have to be 60 minutes or two hours. It can be something as simple as 15 minutes. But if you put your body in motion and you sweat every single day, you literally start feeling more confident. You start having more energy and you start staying more committed to your health and fitness. Mm -hmm, got you. So you have this the fearless fitness journey. How do you go from starting on this journey? How do you go from fat to fit? Let's put this way. Yes. So um, number one, it's it's looking at goals and, and the vision that you have for your life, not just in your health and fit, Bruno, but in the four, what I call the fearless four, which includes your body. It includes your business or your career because that can be the biggest distraction. Most people that I talk to say that they love to work out. They just don't have enough time, which I think is a complete excuse. And we can talk more about that. Yeah. Let's talk about that later. Okay, cool. Uh, the third is relationships, right? Some people, you know, let's say the stay at home mom listening to this podcast or the um, just busy, busy father who, who's building a business but also wanting to be there for his wife and for his kids. Um, that has to be clear in terms of what you want to create in that area. And the last thing is mindset. So what I do with my clients, for example, is I'll take them through a process of getting crystal clear on their vision one year from now. And I'll say, okay, what are the results that you want to create in these four areas one year from now? And the reason I look at those four areas is because every category of your life is interconnected. If you just focus on business, you're going to neglect your body, right? If you just focus on your body but neglect your business, you're going to feel like you're not making enough money and you're going to not be as good to your body. So everything's interconnected. And then I have them chunk those goals down one year from now into uh, – different benchmarks. So let's say you set a 90-day goal, a 60-day goal, and a 30-day goal. And the reason psychologically for that, Bruno, is simply because if we look at where we want to be a year from now, it can feel very overwhelming. Yeah, it can too far away. Too far away, exactly. Like, how could I lose, you know, 30 pounds or 50 pounds by that time? Like, that's terrifying. And if people don't believe it's possible, they're not going to take action. 
right? But if they were to drop that goal down to five pounds in the next 30 days, that's very achievable, right? That's much more achievable. So people believe on how to do that. And then when you have that, that goal, what I have them do is funnel it down into a daily action and habit and say, okay, there's two real inputs when it comes to your body. One is fitness and the other is nutrition. You know, one thing that I do is my commitment is to sweat every single day. And for me, it's to have a green smoothie every single day. It seems very basic. I don't believe there's a one size fits all diet, you know, Mm -hmm. one size fits all nutrition. But for me, as a busy entrepreneur, I notice that there are times when I neglect getting vegetables and healthy, nutritious foods and things like that. So my green smoothie allows me to do it in a quick and efficient way. So, simple things like that. Sorry. This brings me um, something that came to my mind, the difference between small steps and cold turkey, yes. like doing everything at once, right? How, how do you handle this with your clients or with your friends, family, and yourself as well? Yeah, so I always believe small commitments are where you start, okay? Um, some people will say that you need to be fully committed and say, okay, I'm going to go from working out one day a week to working out seven days a week, that to me seems unrealistic and it sets the person up for failure if they do that. So what I'll do is if I want to eventually be at a place where I'm working out six or seven days a week, then I'm going to go from my one day a week to three days and then to five days and make these small commitments. I'll give you an example. Meditation is a really, really important practice. And I I know we've discussed before the importance of it. You know, for years I heard of the importance of meditation, Bruno, but I never stayed committed because I thought I needed to meditate every day for like 20 minutes. And Mm -hmm. I just didn't, you know, I, I, I would sit down and I would get frustrated because I, I had all these thoughts. And then I would say, okay, let's chunk this down and say, okay, I'm literally only going to sit still for two minutes. That sounds so little. Like, how can you even receive a benefit from two minutes? But if you were to string together seven days of two-minute meditations, then the next week you can go, go to five and then 10 minutes and 12 and 20 and build on that. So the key is when you get started, you want to set yourself up to win. Because yes. the moment you accomplish a habit or a goal, you start believing that you are capable of more than you've given yourself credit for. Yes, that's so true. Uh, it, it reminds me of my strategy to floss. I, <laughs> I want to floss yes. more. So I, I, I did the same thing. I just put the floss there and then I, just, I would commit to just floss one tooth. That's all. And then once you start just doing one tooth, you get into the motion and you get momentum and then you keep going. And when you see you're already doing the, your whole mouth, for example, right? And then it becomes a habit and then it's part of who, who you are. I love that's, that. That is awesome. Yeah. I, you know what? That's something I'm going to adopt because that's something I want to <laughs> do more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, what's up? Bruno Gama here, Brazilian Health Nut. And let's take a little break from the show because I would like to offer you something. If you go to my website, www.brazilianhealthnut.com and click on the page, Burn Fat Forever, you can go ahead and claim your free consultation with me right now, okay? Or you can just send me an email at brazilianhealthnut at gmail.com. So you can start to lose weight and feel healthier right now, okay? So go ahead and claim your free consultation with me and remember that spots are limited, okay? Now let's get back to the show. 
I want to get w- back with you later on about the goals and environment that I think we're going to have a, t- a lot to talk about those things. But I was watching some of your videos yes. and I love talking about myths and debunking the myths, especially. <laughs> and you talk about four lies. Yes. The first one was the solution is a magic pill. Can you talk about that one, the first one, please? Yeah, so, you know, the challenge today is that we are marketed get-rich-quick schemes. We're marketed magic diet pills, things that basically it's what I call results without effort, okay? And Mm -hmm. the reason we're, we're marketed that is because we live in such an instant gratification society. We want what we want, and we want it now. Right, so those shiny objects, those magic diet pills, seem really interesting. What I want the listener to take away is that's a complete lie, and if you believe that, you're going to set yourself up for failure because I don't believe there is a thing as results without effort. If you're going to truly transform your body, if you're going to lose weight, if you're going to infuse your body with energy and vitality, it's going to require work. You know, it really is going to require work and it's going to take time. So knowing that out of the gate and knowing that you actually have to put in the work, you know, I see entrepreneurs all the time complain about their business, but they're unwilling to understand marketing or sales. They're unwilling to get a mentor because if they're unwilling to get the, do the work, they're going to, they're never going to get the results that they want. So that's the big lie that I want. I don't want to discourage the listener, but I want them to really have a healthy dose of reality of saying, okay, for me to transform my body, it's going to require commitment. I got to get clear on my vision, on my purpose of why I want it, and then really have a strategic plan to do that and then commit to doing the work every single day. And the crazy thing is this. When we start out, Bruno, we don't have the eyes to see what we're truly uh, capable of. Like we don't have the eyes to see our full potential. So yeah. if, if one of your clients, for example, is starting on a, on, a, on a weight loss program with you, they may have this belief that they only can lose a certain amount in a certain amount of time. And then you're going to, you know, then they're going to turn around 90 days from now, completely in awe of the results that they've rec- created with your support. And by doing that, now they believe even more is possible. Yes. Reminds me of a, a quote that I love. To get what you want, you have to deserve it. Mm. Like I love that. And yes. it's fun, man. You know, it's it's good. It's not bad at all. Lie number two, my genetic, it's not good. Yes. So lie number two <laughs> is uh, I'm fat because of my genetics kind of, right? So yes. Um, yes, everyone has different genetics. And I don't believe that your genetics are the reason why you're in uh, the place that you're in if you're dissatisfied with your body. I believe that your current reality, whether it's your body or your business or your relationships, is simply a result of your daily choices and actions. That's it. Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. if you focus on changing those daily choices and actions, your reality will change. So it has nothing to do with your genetics. You can yeah. still find a way to move your body. You can still find a way to c- stay committed to a nutritious diet or nutritious uh, food plan. I, I don't like using the word diet, um, but a nutritious food plan to get yourself into the ideal body that you want. It's not dependent on your genetics. It's simply dependent on you actually making those choices and doing the action required. Yeah, most diseases and most problems we have, it's not genetic. It's very rare. It's like 5 to 2% of the problems we have. Most of the problems we have, it's epigenetics. So it's related to the environment that we live. Yes. We can 
also get into that a little bit later about the environment, the importance of the environment. Yep. But before that, can you talk about we don't have the time? Like we talked before, you know, people giving all these excuses about time and they don't do it because yes. of the time. Yeah. So here, here's a big thing I want the listener to take away, Bruno, is when you commit to moving your body and exercising on a consistent basis, Yes, it does require time to do that, right? It may require 30 minutes or 45 or 60 minutes. But what that does, it, it actually compresses time. It allows you to think more clearly. It allows you to focus more intensely. It allows you to have more energy so that you literally get more done in less time. When you work out every single day, what happens is that If you were to work out in the morning at 6 a.m. and then start work at 8 or 9 a.m., you could get done in four hours, hours what would take most people 12 hours to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, one of the most well-known successful entrepreneurs on the planet, a man named Richard Branson, was asked in an interview, what is the secret to his financial success? And of course, everyone expected it had something to do with goal setting or with you know, taking action or delegating or something like that. And he said the secret is to his success was that he worked out and exercised every single day. And this is mm. one of the busiest men on the planet, right? Yes. He's running a billion-dollar companies, and he still saw the value in working out every day. Yeah, I love it, man. That's so true. I just came back from vacation. I took. I always take like every three months, uh, one week vacation from everything, pretty yeah. much fitness related. And I just went back today. So I went to the beach and did some sprints, and I feel amazing right now. <laughs> it's so so good. It, it not just for your body, but for especially for your mind. That's the that's the main takeaway from exercise for me. It really like, is. Mind. Yeah, and I, I relate to that. When when I you know today. I went to CrossFit this morning, okay? And some people are fans of CrossFit, some people are not, but it's an intense form of exercise. And what I love is that when I finish a really intense workout like CrossFit, I literally feel like I can handle anything life throws at me. I feel unstoppable. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like more powerful, more purposeful. Um, I show up with more energy, like on this podcast interview right now. If I didn't work out, I would feel more lethargic. I wouldn't yes. be able to think as clear as I am right now. Yeah, for sure. That's so true. Last lie, lie number four. Being healthy is boring. I had my ex-roommate in San Diego. He was actually <laughs> like lo watch, looking at my food and man, he was like, man, you're so boring. Like your food it must taste so like horrible. I was like... Dude, it's just about your taste, but it's not prepared yet for tasting this amazing food. But because yes. he's into, because he's into the you know processed food, processed uh, garbage food that tastes very sweet and and it's made to taste good, chemical engineering, right? So he doesn't understand, and I understand his side too. You know, I don't go and say, "Man, you're doing wrong. I'm doing good." Yeah. I because I know what's going on. On, her, on his brain and, and with his body because of the foods that he is eating, right? So talk about that. Being healthy is boring. I love that you have that conversation with him, by the way, Bruno, because that, that's huge. Yeah. You know, what I want to listen to is this phrase. We crave what we give ourselves most of the time. Mm. So we crave what we give ourselves most of the time. So if we're eating processed foods, If we're in refined sugars, then 
Those are the things that we're going to crave. But if you start giving yourself healthy, nutritious salads and meal green smoothies, then you start craving food that way. You start feeling the difference. You feel better based on the food that you put into your body. So it doesn't have to be boring. Same thing with fitness. A lot yes. of people think fitness is boring. Like, and, and I don't discount that if you're being told the wrong things. For example, when I was wanting to lose weight, I remember going into a gym. I was living in Chicago and it was, you know, Chicago gets really cold and snowy during the winter. And I remember walking in and talking to a personal trainer and saying, hey, I want to lose this amount of weight by this time, what do I do? And he handed me this routine that required me literally to just run on the treadmill. And Mm -hmm. I don't care how great, Bruno, the results are that I would have gotten from that. I hate running on the treadmill. I just don't enjoy doing it. There are plenty of other things that I love about fitness, playing basketball, doing CrossFit, you know, being in a yoga class, surfing, rock climbing, hiking. Those things are things that I love about fitness. They're fun. So for the person that's listening that says, yeah, I see the value in this. I just don't find it fun. Well, give yourself permission to think about the things that you enjoy about fitness and then create a plan around that. Don't follow some plan that somebody hands you and says, go do this because you're not going to stay committed. It's not sustainable. But if you create a plan around things that you feel are fun, trust me, the results that you get will blow your mind. Yeah, the first thing is to find something that is fun that you enjoy doing and then keep doing that. And then after, you can add something here and there and then tweak. But first of, first of all, find something that you love. Yes. I totally agree with that. Let's go back to goals. I love talking about setting goals and there is a lot of mistakes that people make when setting goals and also the difference between deep goals and shallow goals. What's your take on, on that? Yeah. So, um, a shallow goal, for example, let's pick one with, uh, with the body. Okay. A shallow goal would be to simply look better. Okay. Now that's an important goal because we all of us have that. We all want to look better, right? We want to be attractive to the opposite sex. We want to feel confident, all those things. But if that's all you have, if it's a shallow purpose around that goal, then the moment you experience resistance, the moment your schedule becomes very busy, or the moment that it gets cold outside and you don't want to get out of bed, you want to hit snooze, you're going to give up on that goal. But if your goal is to be a better role for your children. That is a deep goal and a deep purpose. Yeah, the the conversation changed right there when you you have that. Yeah. You know, are there days, Bruno, when I don't feel like working out? Of course. Like I'm human. Everyone has that, right? But I don't look at it as do I feel like doing this today? I look at it as what is the example that I'm setting in the world? Like my business is reliant on my message, okay? And for me to preach and teach health and fitness, I have got to be of integrity. The moment I stop doing that and just say it without doing it, I'm out of integrity. I lose power. People don't trust me. All of those things. So there are moments when I want to hit snooze, but I think about what would my clients think? I'm I'm having clients pay me thousands of dollars to hold them accountable. It's Mm -hmm. a complete... Uh, 
disrespect to them for me to be lazy because if I'm holding them to the highest standard, then I've got to hold myself to the highest standard. That's what I mean about the distinction between shallow and deep goals and purpose. Yes, that's so true. I my my friend was talking to me last month and she was like, "Oh, Bruno, can you help me with uh, with some." weight problems I'm having. Yeah. I have to look good for my wedding, not for her wedding, for my friend's wedding next month. And I was like, oh, I mean, I can, but I don't think that's it's a good reason, you know? She has been struggling her whole life with that and it keeps coming back and forth. It just like keeps coming back, the problem. And I told her, here's the thing I would love you to do. Go to my website and go to the page. It's called 51 Reasons, okay? And there I... Make a, I made a list of the 51 reasons why I do what I do, why I want to be healthy, for example, right? And then I, there it's like, I want to be healthy because I want to see my grandkids growing. I want to be healthy because I don't like going to the hospital. I want to be healthy because I want to play tennis when I'm 70 years old. You know, those things is going to really motivate you for your whole life. And then the strategy that you're going to use for achieving those things is going to be meaningless because you're going to do it because you have the mindset right to do it. Absolutely. I completely agree. I love that you have that 51 reasons post. Um, I want to share, this is probably the most valuable thing I could share in this interview, Bruno. So I want to share it as while it's top of mind. Um, I learned this from a mentor of mine named John Butcher. And he started a company called Lifebook. And uh, he's had one of the most profound impacts on my life. But he introduced me to the distinction between goals and habits. And he calls this the goal-habit synergy. And he said, listen, goals by their very nature are episodic. They begin and they end, right? Like your friend Mm -hmm. who wanted to lose weight or get in shape for her wedding. That's a goal, right? And the question is, once you accomplish that goal, what happens next? If it's just a goal, most people just kind of stop doing the work to maintain that new body that they've created. Habits, on the other hand, are ongoing. They never get checked off the list, right? So Mm -hmm. the goal is to – the key to accomplishing your goals is by setting habits. If you set your habits to accomplish your goals, then your identity begins to change. I no longer have to schedule working out. I no longer have to motivate myself or pump myself up to do it. It's literally just who I am. It's my identity. I do it every day. It's like brushing my teeth. I don't even think about it because it's become habit or what he called an unconscious structured rhythm. Like you don't even think about it, right? Now, it will require willpower and self-discipline when you start. But I think more important than those things is accountability, like having a coach like you. Like that's Uh what's really valuable is having someone holding you accountable. And then over time, that goal becomes literally how you live your life. Yes. Before we touch on community and accountability, like you just said, I'd like to talk about the importance of our environment because I believe that to change your life, change whatever you want to change, you got to change your environment. The people that you surround yourself with, the foods that you surround yourself with, it always starts there. Can you talk about that? Yes, I can. Yeah, it had a profound impact on me. Um, You know, when I was uh, about five years ago living in Chicago, a lot of my friends, for example, what we would do on the weekends, we would just go out to the bars. Right, we'd go out drinking. 
And that wasn't serving the lifestyle that I wanted to create for myself. It was the environment that I was in because it was a social group that I chose to have. And so it's incredibly important to shape your environment to set yourself up for success. Okay. If you have a fridge full of candy bars and processed foods, then I don't care how clear you have in terms of a, a fitness routine or a nutrition plan, but if your environment is filled with these things that aren't serving you, then you not stay committed. So you've got to take control of your environment. You've got to take control of the people that you spend your time with. If you're around people that sit on the couch and watch TV all day and don't prioritize their health and fitness, then it makes sense that you're not doing that yourself. So I've literally had to, when I left Chicago and I moved to San Diego, I was very intentional, Bruno, in in connecting with like-minded, health-conscious, active people. Because Mm -hmm. I knew that's how my life, I wanted my life. So I would go to yoga classes. I would go to CrossFit. I would go hiking. I would put myself in environments to meet these kinds of people that had the passions that I had. That has made all the difference in the world. We've all heard a thousand times, you're the average of the five people you spend most of your time with. Uh, This is so much to do with your environment. Think about who you spend most of your time with and the environment you you put yourself in. And if that isn't moving you towards your life vision and towards the goals that you have, then you may need to reconsider the people in your life and the environments that you're in. Yeah, that's so true. Like this, for example, with myself, this podcast is just happening right now because I changed my environment. And that happened actually when I met you first time in San Diego. I moved to San Diego to hang, like you said, to hang out with amazing people. And that happened there. And I had this idea. I was having my business towards the Brazilian market. But I was like, man, why not to be global? Why not to do in English everything? You know, everybody speaks English nowadays and I can can help many more people and just be much more fun. And then that's exactly what happened. Then I I met you, I met other people and I just got encouraged to do it. And I I set the goal to do it. And now I'm doing it. (laughs) So, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. The, so let's get to this, the community part and the ac- accountability part of the process of changing, right? Yes. So why is that important? The major reason why accountability is important is because as humans, we are often more concerned about letting someone else down who means something to us than letting ourselves down. Mm-hmm. So... For the listener that that has a goal with their health and fitness, what I want to challenge them to do is this. Whatever that goal is, I want you to make a public declaration. It could be on social media. It could be to your family members or to your, you know, your relationship that you're in a relationship with, um, your friends. Make a public declaration of what you accomplish and what you're committed to accomplishing and ask them to hold you accountable. Ask them to check in from time to time to make sure you're staying committed to that. And I promise you, I promise you, you will be more committed than you've ever been in the past and even more than just 
family or friends. One of the highest levels of accountability, Bruno, and you know this, is having a mentor or being a part of a mastermind. You know, yeah. when I was building my business, I was so afraid of putting my message out there. I was so afraid of writing my book, you know, afraid of what my family would think by sharing the story that I shared with you in the beginning of this interview. But because I invested $20,000, I was so committed to take massive action action despite fears. Like I was being held accountable by a mentor who I trusted and a group of entrepreneurs who were relying on me to get my work done. So it's incredibly important to either have a social network a friend accountable and you holding accountable other people or at least somebody like a mentor or a mastermind that you, you're investing in. And by you making a financial commitment, you're going to be way more committed to doing the work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I heard somebody talking about this and their take is pretty similar that what you just said. Yep. They, there is a little caveat and they say it, sh it should be like people who, is, who are going to support you. So your friends like that you really trust and your family members or some com community like mentorship especially where they're going to be supporting you, not just say to the whole world and then some negativity comes into, in, into your comments and stuff like that. And that's, that's what this new research we're talking about this kind of thing i totally agree yeah finding yeah. people you know making that public de declaration to people that are meaningful to you right to people yeah. that that you have a strong bond with because they're mm -hmm. going to be more committed to holding you accountable they're going to believe in you and we are always our own worst critic we discount our own value. We discount our own bodies, all these things. When we have somebody who's a loved one see the greatness in us, it gives us permission to start seeing it in ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, last question for you. Is there anything else you think we should know here that you want to share with us that we haven't touched today? Yeah, so I would say this is the biggest thing, and, and this is uh, connected to fear, which is my passion, but it's directly related to the body, okay? And a lot of people are afraid to start. They're afraid to start a new fitness routine, nutrition plan because of failing. They're afraid of being judged, right, or being ridiculed by family. And what I want you to, to, to take away from this interview is that when I say being fearless, I don't mean without fear. What I mean is having the courage and the confidence to act in spite of those fears, to do the thing that scares you. It's not easy to transform your body right? And that's why that magic diet pill doesn't work. But when you become so committed to taking the action, despite that hesitation, despite that resistance, despite that fear, I promise you the results on the other side will, will completely transform your life and, and, and your quality of life will skyrocket beyond anything you could imagine right now. Awesome, man. So where, where can people find you and what's next for you now? You know, I would say the best place people can find me is my blog, which is designafearlesslife.com. I create content on there on a weekly basis. Also connect with me on social media by just searching Peter Scott IV as in the fourth. And mm -hmm. I want to give a gift, Bruno, to your audience because um, when I wrote my new book, The Fearless Mindset, I interviewed some of the world's fittest entrepreneurs. These are people that are building million, billion dollar businesses, and they're also in great shape. 
And when I wrote that book, I interviewed eight of them on their mindset, on their habits. And so if the listener goes to thefearlessmindsetbook.com, they can download all of those interviews for absolutely free. I have the interviews there. I have a four-part video series. All of that is a gift. And of course, if anyone wants to pick up a copy of the book, they can do that by just searching The Fearless Mindset on, uh, on Amazon. Yes, I read the book. Awesome book, actually. Thank you. I love it. Thank you, my friend. And what's next, man? What, what have you yeah, been working what I'm on? Most, uh, what's next and what I'm most passionate about is I'm leading a event called the Fearless Life Experience. And it's mm-hmm. for a very intimate, exclusive group of 12 entrepreneurs that are literally just committed to overcoming their fears so that they start creating the impact and earning the income that they desire. It's so much fun, man. It's going to be in San Diego. I take them through CrossFit workouts. We we go surfing. There may be a hang gliding component. So it's like a three-day experience of facing your fears and committing to really powerful actions and habits and rituals to put you in this peak state. So I do it um, a couple times a year, and people can find out more about that at fearlesslifeexperience.com. Cool. Sounds fun. Sounds fun. Man, thank you so much for being here with me today. I appreciate the time and all your knowledge. Awesome. And talk to you soon, brother. Bruno, thank you, brother. Thanks for listening to the Brazilian Health Nut Show. Go to www.brazilianhealthnut.com for much more information about how to burn fat for the rest of your life. Hasta luego.